When you're a new entrepreneur, by all means, hustle 24-7, say yes to everything, work your butt off, right? But once you've hit a level of success as an entrepreneur, the same things won't get you to the next level of influence, impact, and income. So a few years ago, I was hanging out at the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting. Uh, I got invited by a client of mine, Jeff Cohn, so we went together. And I picked up this quirky book with a ridiculous title. It's called, uh, Just Tell Me Where I'm Going to Die So I Never Go There. <laughs> If I remember right, that's the exact title. Uh, something like that. Uh, and it gave me an inside peek into Warren Buffett and his char partner, Charlie Munger, uh, based on decades of their own quotes and conversations. So I wanted to share a couple things, a few keys to living the Warren Buffett day and just basically smash the misconception that it's reserved for a wealthy investor like him and start with one practical step. So to live the Warren Buffett day, first of all, you can't be reactive. We've got to proactively control the day, you know, obligations and commitments and, and really build white space into the calendar. The good news is that we know from the 80-20 principle that 80% of our results come from only 20% of our actions, which means we've got a bunch of stuff on our calendar right now that isn't actually producing much in the way of results. So the first place to start is to prune that stuff away. So here's what Buffett says. You've got to keep control of your time. Anyone who is too busy has no time to think, so we keep our calendar open, and we're very reluctant to add new commitments. So when you look at Warren Buffett's average day, it's a lot of reading, research, phone calls, a lot of white space for thinking. You know, he says this, you know, they don't have meetings or commitments, and I can think of no better way to become more intelligent than to sit down and read. In fact, that's what we mostly do. I love that quote. Now, most entrepreneurs are going to throw up all kinds of objections, and you, you might even feel some coming up right now. You know, uh, well, I could never do that because my team or my clients or my responsibilities or oh, they, they, nobody can do things without me, blah, blah, blah. But remember, when you dig into Buffett's story, you realize he operated this way, you know, going back into the 50s, right? Way before he was wealthy or well-known or had a reputation as a guru that would give him this, like, extra margin of error, right? He had plenty of clients, including friends and family, giving him money to invest and really looking for him to kind of bail them out. Um, you know, some of them were already doing all right, but he had other people essentially hand them their life savings and go, hey, I, I, I need to be able to live off of this for the next 30 years in retirement. Can you help me? He didn't start out a billionaire with a massive reputation and a huge margin for error. You know, and then you look at just as being an entrepreneur, thinking and making decisions. Those are the most valuable minutes of your day. The time that you spend making a great decision on where to put your time and energy is worth thousands of dollars an hour. Uh, Perry Marshall points that out in one of his books. Uh, it's way more important than squeezing in a few extra emails or meetings. So that's the second thing that I think of in terms of living the Warren Buffett day. The third thing that I think of is really just that deep thought is what plants the seeds of creative breakthroughs. Buffett and Munger didn't just invest a little bit smarter. Berkshire was literally a creative breakthrough in business models. The whole idea of using this kind of publicly traded old textile factory to then go out and acquire companies and other publicly traded companies and then build this conglomerate and own all this stuff, that was completely new. They did something completely different from people like Ben Graham that they originally learned from. They were also completely different from other billionaire investors that were coming up or that got famous, you know, like George Soros and Paul Tudor Jones and, and even, you know, legends like Jesse Livermore, who you know Buffett dived into his stuff and consumed it when he was coming up. Um, so creativity doesn't come when we're constantly busy. 
when we rush from call to call and from meeting to meeting and, you know, we're taking selfies in between all this stuff for, for Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and we're feeling constantly behind, it's really, really hard to think things through deeply and come up with these creative breakthrough insights. It's just not how our subconscious minds work. So we rarely get the kind of creative insights that lead to big leaps forward. That's how you end up with people, you know, just going out and building typical businesses and building their personal brands and doing all this stuff, but they're not really saying or doing anything that's truly innovative. It's because they are rushing and they're hustling so much and they're moving from call to call and meeting to meeting. They're never really planting those seeds that yield the creative breakthroughs later on. So when you find yourself busy and rushing, I would recommend looking at your calendar and intentionally building in some white space. That's going to look a little bit differently for everybody. Um, I can give you a sense of what it's like for me. So first of all, I book no calls for the most part on Mondays. I, I tend to keep Fridays fairly open as well. Um, I don't book anything afternoon for the most part. Uh, I've got you know one afternoon this week where I have one, one small call for a financial thing. Otherwise, my afternoons this week are entirely unbooked and they're devoted towards writing, thing, you know, coming up with scripts for this podcast and the YouTube channel, coming up with new ideas, things that will push the various things forward, right? Um, it's, there's a lot of white space in my calendar. I also don't have, you know, I'm not married with children, so my weekends are free. So I work seven days a week. I go to a coffee shop Saturday and Sunday mornings. That's my time to think. You might find that waking up super, super early. A lot of the guys that I know that have families will wake up at, you know, four or five in the morning and that's their white space time to think and to plan and to meditate and, and, and really come up with those creative insights for their business. You might do what Bill Gates did for years and years, which is like, I think he would take an entire week, um, even at the busiest parts of their year. And he would just take an, a, a big stacks of books and he'd go up somewhere where he could be inter uninterrupted and he would just read and read and read and think for like a week at a time. So you can do that. It's really up to you to find what that mechanism is, like what, what the process is that puts you in that space. But however you do it, you've got to have some white space. Otherwise, you'll end up rushing. You're always going to feel behind and you're never going to come up with those creative breakthroughs and you'll never be able to really break through into that level of living the Warren Buffett day. So now you're thinking this might all sound great and maybe even you, you agree and maybe you go, well, I'd like to live the Warren Buffett day every day and maybe I can start setting aside some white space, but, but how do you start, right? How do you get from where you're at to where you have the kind of space to think and make decisions and get creative? And to me, really the first step to all that is just start saying no, right? <laughs> start saying no to almost everything. Here's what Buffett says about saying no. The difference between successful people and very successful people is the very successful people say no to almost everything. That is a huge difference. You can get successful by saying yes to everything. But if you want to be very, very successful in Warren Buffett's words, you have to start saying no to almost everything. When you've reached a level of success where you have more opportunities than you can handle, more potential partners than you need, more ideas than you could ever per, you know, pursue and chase down, it's time to start saying no. So that's what I've got for you today. If you're like me and you want to get to the next level, but you have limits to your energy level, you might have autoimmune or fatigue disorders, or you have kids or you're an introvert, whatever it is, you just don't have unlimited energy to pour into your business. I might be able to help. I've opened up a couple slots a week to share the systems that I've created for myself to focus and protect my own energy. If you think you might want to steal some of those systems for yourself or just learn and see what they might be and if, whether they can be helpful, let's have a chat. Just email me, you know, message me on Facebook, whatever. We can set up a, a time to chat and see if that is helpful. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.